What's going on, people? I hope you're all well. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for clicking on another episode of 3D Therapy. You know, I'm never going to get used to having to do an intro. I've tried to go back and forth with, like, being professional and, like, doing the whole podcast intro thing. And I feel I'm a lot more comfortable when I start talking on impulse. So let's do this again. Take two. So you guys will not believe me when I tell you that I was surviving on ramen noodles for like a week. And that's like, I I can't start this episode without telling you the bullshit I did to myself. I basically, you know, I don't know if you guys remember, but I basically talked about an episode on how I'm trying to stop looking at time. And what I meant or mean is I'm so used to saying, oh my gosh, it's this time I had to be doing this. So I was like try to adjust myself and just move with the flow. So it's like, I get done with work, I go to the gym and I don't constrict myself to like a particular timing. And this will obviously be before the summer semester started because now it's, so, you know, the semester started again. But I would go to the gym, work out to whatever, come back home, do whatever and just go to bed whenever and not like, because I'm so used to saying I'll go to bed by 12. However, I fucked myself in the ass in not, not in the good way because I, we get to, I got to work the other day and I was exhausted. And I had to drink coffee. And then the coffee I made was watered down. Was I think I, I think I put too much ice. Speaking of coffee, I'm actually drinking coffee right now. But here we are, right? I basically spent some money on something I had. It was worth it. Still is in the moment. But it's just one of those things where now I have to go an extra mile to have some more money to basically just pay for what I did. And I won't mention because it's dumb. I'll probably say it like a month from now when it's like all, you know, said and done. But I was surviving on ramen. And it made me realize something. So I remember telling my stepmom um, a while ago that like I'm trying to stop buying groceries. Like I live in a house with a husband and kids and I'm like feeding five people. Because anyone who knows me knows I just buy like when I go to the grocery store I go out and I just buy like all the vegetables and all that and I don't know why I do that I think it's something I learned from I so I don't like to like I don't like to label things I do with things that has happened to me or trauma or whatever I really just believe that some things I do and maybe this is because like I feel like I don't want to attach some things but I do believe growing up my grandmother would like go out when she's going to the grocery store the market on like Saturday morning she's buying everything and then once she's done the groceries that's it for like a month or two months unless like you know the little things like i mean well funny enough when i grew up it wasn't like we, we weren't really like a cereal or toast kind of breakfast kind of house it was either like yams and stew akara or you again i'm nigerian so there was that right but now because like i'm a lot more americanized i should say i buy a lot of like you know liquid milk and cereal and i don't even really drink cereal like that but i just do it just because you know okay let me just fill up the cabinet and stuff anyway so i'm trying to stop doing that and now i just feel like okay i know what i want for dinner and i want to i know what i want for dinner tomorrow so like the other day i bought like um two things of potatoes and i bought eggs and i'm like okay this one i'm gonna have tomorrow then i'm gonna have leftover you know and it's better like that so i don't just see my money like disappear awful whim if that makes any sense but yeah i've had like ramen noodles 
in this box because my um, aunt sent me like Indomie, which are the best ramen noodles by the fucking way. But my aunt sent me Indomie noodles from Nigeria like last year on my birthday and they just finished. I have, I never ate them so much until last week and, or two weeks ago, whenever. And I was surviving off ramen noodles and it was bloody ridiculous because I, yeah, I was going through it. And you know what, yeah, I'm at the risk of sounding very toxic. I, I lost some weight only because it's not like I was suffering. I was so basically I talked about my car, but the thing is I didn't have my car and I had to Uber to work, but then I got a standing car. So I was able to drive to work. So little money I had left in my bank account before I can, you know, because I think I said before I almost basically live check to check. Grateful for it though, because bills are paid. And I just have to focus on something that's more important in my life. But um, I had to do all that. And driving to work, I would have to save money for... I was literally... So my lunch, because I'm very, you know, I'm a very, like, packed lunch fruit kind of... And overnight oats for work kind of person. For the whole week, I was so out of my character. I was just eat, basically eating off a vending machine. Which isn't bad. I mean, it's cool. It wasn't healthy. And I really need to understand the science behind that because it's like if you're working out so much and having a diet and then you eat a lot of snacks, you basically lose your results. But if you're not having so much exercise and so much of a diet and you're just eating snacks, you lose weight. I don't get it. And I sound fucking dumb, but, you know, that's what it is. But, yeah, I was living off a vending machine. I would come home and I made, like, noodles, like, five different ways till I was able to get more food. And it's, you know, and I exhausted the um, options I had for, like, asking for money. And I don't really always ask for money. But I'm happy I had the people to ask for when I did because I had to pay for my car and pay for my extra bills and everything. But bottom line, my rent was paid. So I had someone to come home to. That was, like, the key thing. And I do realize that school... I mean, my money became a lot more thinner because the semester started and I had to pay for school and, you know, all of that. But... Yeah, remember how I started the year or ended last year saying I I became more disciplined with money. Well, here we are. It's like the discipline is in my mind. I just need to incorporate it in actual life. I know how to spend money, but like in my actual life, it's 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 fucking ridiculous, right? But um, you know, that's what's been going on, and I I really I'm it's like so I didn't release an episode for like what two weeks, but I really really feel like you guys didn't care. Because I have it at the back of my mind, I no one really gives a shit about this podcast. But at the same time, it's like, I listen, so I listen back to my shit. And I just really feel like, oh, wow, it's like a very good phone call. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so yeah, that's really, honestly, what's been going on. I also had like this very impulsive decision to quit my job. I remember I called my aunt and I'm like, wow, well, I'm really, because, so I was just, it was one of those things where it's like, by circumstance, I was just frustrated. The job didn't do shit to me. Nothing happened. But, like, the littlest things would piss me off. Things that I could take out on a more day. And I guess because of what I knew I was coming back home to, which was finding another way to cook my ramen noodle. But I wanted to quit my job to go back to an old job. I still had that thought by, literally by yesterday because work was hectic. And it's like, well, bills. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, Bills. You know what I mean? And I keep saying this, but the world is lucky. And my parents are lucky. 
And the internet is lucky that I'm not someone who... So I'm not so passionate enough for myself and say, you know, fuck it, I'm going to drop out of school and pursue TikTok or I'm going to release an EP or I'm going to... The only thing I could say is if I get cast in a movie right now, I would drop a lot of the, I would drop these jobs and I would pursue acting and I know that I would be fucking big on Hollywood. But till then, I can't just drop out of school. Well, not drop out of school, drop my jobs and just say, you know, fuck it, I'm going to do this at the third. I can't do that. And, you know, it's really... Because um, my aunt made, made it clear to me. It's like, look, all these things you're going through are basically things you have to do, unfortunately, to get the better goal. Because when I'm done with school, I'm going to get a better job, obviously. And that's going to be, like, a brighter side. So some days I have my down days. Um, today, I woke up really, really... The first thing that I put in my mouth when I woke up was actually ice cream, funny enough. I finished the ice cream I got yesterday. And... Um, I've been, having, I've been having a lot of ice cream lately because it's bloody hot. It's like 100 degrees in, in Georgia. And it's like, it's the heat where it's like, I, I feel like I'm in Nigeria. I think I've said this before. It's stiff. There's nothing moving. Fortunately, there's light. So like, the house, I made the house like, it was like 60, I put the house in like 66 degrees right now. So it's really cold. Thank God. It rained yesterday, actually. So everywhere was a bit damp and cool for a minute. It's still kind of damp right now outside. But, um, you know, but yeah, um, back to what I was saying. So it's, you know, I'm just living off of like circumstance. And it's funny because I had to take my own advice that I was giving to someone yesterday. It's like, unfortunately, all these, you know, you're depressed, stressed. It's going to happen, right? It's going to happen. And all we have to, we can do really is just wait for timing. Because I don't know why I, I, I've been vibing off like, better positive vibes and i really 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 feel like i don't think anyone was destined to come to this world to have a shit life i feel like we all came, we're all on this earth and we're all going to do something be it to someone's life because believe it or not some people were brought to this life to be of a better um influence on someone else not saying their life will be shit but you know what i mean so I don't think this is how my life is going to be for the rest of my I don't think this is how it's going to end. I do see, like, a brighter future. And I saw a video um, a while ago that said, because you're, you're going through shit doesn't mean things aren't going on behind your back. You just can't see them, but things are in movement. And I, I firmly believe that. But, yeah, I... Because it's, it's really... It's funny, because if I quit my job, I, I can't live... And again, I think I've, I mentioned this before, but it's like, I'm not, like, working so much because I have a luxury I want to keep up with. No, I think my luxury right now is just being comfortable. And I was um, reading up the other day and I just felt like, oof, peace. And I realized that that's the kind of life I want. So I was cooking and I had that, I was listening to like a podcast and I just felt so happy because like that was my zone. That's like my, you know, I've been bookmarking a lot of like cooking videos on like Pinterest because I, I'm, I cook a lot anyway. And I think I already know what I'm cooking with Thanksgiving this year just cyber <laughs> because last last year i made so last year i there's this lady i think her name is mother edna or something i might have butchered her name i apologize but she um has this recipe for like mushroom um stuffed mushrooms with like beef and it was amazing i made it and like people liked it when i took it for the dinner so that was good but um yeah so yeah i wanted to quit my job and i didn't I came home last night and I just took a, I masturbated actually. Then I took a shower and I was like, yeah, let's just eat food, watch TV and just relax. You know, I mean, what else can we do? 
And um, that's where we are right now. You know, it's... It's something. I wanted to give you guys a funny story. It is Pride Month, and we're here to be queer, right? So, I... Speaking of queer, I saw a video the other day about this lady talking about, you know, what queer means, and... This actually links into what I was going to talk about. It's like, I realized that I'm not as gay as I... I don't want to say wanted to be. But I'm not as gay as I thought I am. Or I'm not as... Like, I know it doesn't make any sense, but stay with me, okay? But it's like, it's Pride Month. And I have always thought to myself that, you know what? When you come out, when you, you know, you're going to go for this parade. You're going to do go to these parties. You're going to do all that. And I could. It's not like I'm not going to. I really feel like... Down the line, I'm going to not this month though, because I'm I'm busy. I have yeah, it's it's a busy summer for me. But um, I I realized. I mean, just the other um the other month, my um friends put me onto Legendary, and I I it's about you know it's the ballroom um show, and I've never really experienced ballroom. The only exposure I had to ballroom ever was Pose, which was an amazing show, and I mean it's done now. Obviously, it's really really great. Go watch it, but. That was the only exposure I had, and that was just fictionalized in a way. But then I started to like. I w- I'm not gonna lie and say I asked questions. I didn't ask any fucking questions, but like, I just would like lean more into conversations about ballroom because it's like, how do I put this in a way? Like, I didn't want it to seem like I didn't care, because this is the thing. This is what I've been realizing. There are a lot of like slangs and like catchphrases and like lingo that you don't know where, where they originated from to you know so like i and forgive my ignorance as well because i i did realize i was fucking ignored for a while but it's like this just like saying yes mama or slay queen or um um yes hunty or cunt so i so cunt has been in my vocabulary a lot lately and that's because like they use it in ballroom a lot so i don't know where it originated from but just some things like that and even though the particular word i can't remember it now but i'm never supposed to say it anyway but only transgender women can say it to each other no one else can say it and it's it's actually it's a re- very regular word but in the way you would use it in a sentence you're not allowed to use it I mean, you, you could if you. I mean, it would it would just be a bit disrespectful because only them can use it. If I remember before the end of the episode, I would say, but um, yeah, I was learning a lot more about ballroom, and it just made me think like, like wow. So it's not like because I'm not saying to be gay you have to know all these things, or to be gay you have to, you know, be so woke. Because I know a lot of gay people who really, really want to be in their own bubble and not really care about the culture or care about the society. And that's fine. I really feel like you should do your own thing. No one should force you to do anything. You, I mean, you don't have to, you know, scream pride. Do do you, right? But I just believe that, like, I I didn't want to be someone who... Because I, I, I don't want to be someone who claims to be woke or claims to understand a lot of things, but I don't really know a lot about my... Not culture, what's the word I'm looking for? My... My own being, basically, you know what I mean? So I just have been learning a lot more about culture and learning more about pride and just understanding what it means to people. So I was supposed to have someone... Honestly, I really wanted to have someone on the podcast during Pride Month, to be honest with you, and just... 
so we could just hear from someone else's you know perspective but then the person's a shitty person well not shitty person just shitty character great person shitty character you know so i i have a very very funny story that i incorporate with pride so i'm going to take a very very funny story right so in secondary school boarding school right i i didn't have i didn't start having consensual sex till i want to say i was a senior so, so let, let's just put an age let's say till i was like 15 16 let's just say that right so before then it was always like i was always coerced to do something i didn't want to i was always you know it was always like you know um, trigger warning rape assault assault and you know um everything alike right and unfortunately for me, I was never really able to change the switch in my walk or mask my very vivid femininity at the time or mask how I talk or my mannerisms. People always clocked that I was gay. It's just like, because of the school I went to and the country I was in, it was like, a, oh, he's a, you know, the Esler. I So I say that word a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. I say it a lot, but I'm not going to say on this podcast because I don't know. I don't want to make you guys feel some kind of uncomfortable but people use the f a lot in nigeria you would actually realize especially the school i went to and so i was <laughs> funny i was comfortable with, with it then and i'm comfortable with it now but in two different ways so they would say it then and i'm just like well i mean okay fair i'm okay I'm, you can say it, uh, you know as an i would know as an insult but now i just say as like i say any other thing but anyway i digress so me being gay and me being assaulted didn't help me because people knew I was I had a switch switch in my walk. If you don't know what that term means, it just means I was very like uh sassy or feminine. But people knew I had a switch in my walk before I was assaulted. So me being assaulted just got debunked by the fact that oh, yeah, he's he's gay, he likes it kind of thing, right? And I won't lie it hurt. But at the same time, I think I got comfortable with the fact that, like, people didn't take me so seriously to take me seriously. So it was like, okay, well, they're going to leave me alone kind of thing. So this grateful Saturday morning, there was this culture, and well, not culture, but, like, this thing that always happened where sometimes the housemasters would just have a list that originated from God knows where, where the juniors write a name of scenes that bullied them and... Maybe so basically like they would just call names and be like, Oh, um Andrew, he's asking for cereal or um Toby, he's asking for money, or Timothy, he's waking up in the middle of the night to like write a notebook for you know, just some random shit, right? So let's just say one Saturday morning, this particular senior who I was bullied a lot. I was just very used to it, but I was bullied a lot. Oh my goodness. I'm funny how it hasn't really trickled into my life right now. But it kind of did because I was very unconfrontational. I'm just a bit different now. But he I, he bullied me a lot. And this one time he was like, you know, about all the people you fucked. So I fucked at the time. That just means people you slept with. Which, trust, this is people who assaulted me because I didn't really sleep with anyone at the time, right? And I wrote, so the thing is, I wrote these names not thinking much of it. And he said, go give it to the housemaster. And I remember thinking to myself very quickly, it's like, well, if you give it to the housemaster, then everyone knows. And I really, really have this, I really have this habit of like saying, you know, fuck it. When it comes out, I'll deal with it and that's it, right? So I thought to myself, you know what, fuck it. He's going to find out and this senior can stop. Like anyone in this school can stop using it over my head. It was one of those things where the people who quote unquote slept with me, people knew 
that oh they did something in the bathroom but nobody really talked about it so i said you know yeah okay fuck it let's see what happens and i walked to my housemaster's house i said hey mr what's his name i don't i don't think i should say his name it's like hey mr let's just say mr george hey mr george this is the list of people i slept with he's like excuse me and i said this is the list of people i slept with i didn't stutter and i gave him this list and i walked away i went back to the senior and i'm like well i've given him the list so what now the senior just like he obviously he still beat me but he left me around and a couple hours later that same mr george was driving somewhere because again housemasters like have to stay so they lived on um what you call it i would just say campus they lived in the school because again so we had what six housemasters and they had to live they, they were assigned to each dormitory so they lived in close proximity because i mean we're kids and they're adults i mean it's basic right so he was driving and he said this list i'll be back kind of thing again not thinking anything of it a week went by nothing happened so the next week, Saturday, that culture, right? That man, he goes up to the podium. And again, I want to say that, like, I think something that made people clock me is like, I was in school, I was in the choir, I was in the drama club, I was in the debate club. I was loud and just, honestly, let's just say loud and proud, but not in the way that I would be now. So I was very, very hard to dismiss or ignore in school. I was every, My face was everywhere. Morning devotion, I was always singing, like, the curses and the praises and everything. So after morning prayers and everything, he... He just starts calling these names. <laughs> so people who knew knew, right? Because there were some people there on that list that were like, ah. And there was people people on the list where people were like, what's going on? So he called every, everyone's name on that list, except for me. But we said knew it was for me. So what happened was they we got dismissed and I remember walking all the like past the dormitory, past the dining hall, straight to like the actual classes, and I I, got, I was shit scared. And one of my friends at the time came to me and was like, yo, what just happened? what did you do and yeah you know that happened and i don't want to say the rest is history because what happened after that is very paramount in my life right now which i will talk about later i don't want to like taint the goodness of the story but i remember some people on that list saying oh no no, no i didn't do anything to him i wasn't part of this that and that and they kept dismissing people to the narrative that's like two people who they knew had done things to other people right and it was so funny how Again, it's like, what well, I mean, Dami is gay anyway, so why can't we take his? Well, let's just move these people out of the way so we don't have to deal with this much of, like, scrutiny or whatever. And I just always think about that. I mean, I've never really thought about that story enough till I started looking more into what pride meant for me and, like, what it meant to be queer and all of the above, right? And it just made me realise, like, okay, so that happened because I, I, I really feel like that was a shift in my life because... When that happened, it made people think of me as like, well, damn, he really doesn't give a shit now. So it's like, there's really nothing we have over him to kind of hold over him to bully him anymore. And that made me really, really happy because I was happy to deal with the consequences knowing that going forward, no one can actually fuck with me. And they really did it in that way. I was very much my own self. And I amount that to pride now in the sense that like, I've been with a lot of people. I've seen and experienced a lot of people who... who have said, you know what, I'm bi, I'm non-binary, I'm gay, or I'm just queer, and I just do whatever, living freely. And 
I'm not gonna lie to you. If I exp- if I came across someone who was bisexual four or five years ago, ignorantly of me, I would say, "Oh, you're gay, but you're just scared of what people would think, so you're saying bi and like a crutch and everything." And I'm not gonna lie, that thought still lingers from time to time. But I've understood more and more now that's like being queer from my perspective means just not being so like embedded in what the society has normalized and it just means living as raunchy and as what's the word i'm looking for as um, um what's the word um cliche as this sounds being authentic in yourself and that is like a very pivotal story point for me of what happened in that school because since then i would was more i wouldn't say comfortable but it just was a very shifting moment for me i still got bullied by that same scene like a couple minutes after but then after that, he graduated like what well, a year after anyway, so he wasn't on my neck. But um, after you know all that, I was a lot more happy with myself. I should say, and I'm really appreciative of that. I'm drinking my coffee by the way, so you're probably gonna be hearing like a lot of clinking because I have to do like some homework after this. But. Just made me happy in myself and i just thought to share that story because i do believe that sometimes i'd be looking so i'm going to address this in a, at a later date but i feel like sometimes we go through things and we never know how to plug them into our lives to let for them to light up something a lot more positive because i i really believe sometimes you amount a character to because this happened to me when i was younger or because I was going through this or because I am going through this. Which could be true. But I do believe instead of wasting like your fucking time and trying to always have a soft story, sorry to say, and always like say, oh, this is why I'm better than that. Maybe just I'm out to something else and try to... Because I, I, some advice I give, and I give it to someone yesterday, like sometimes we are depressed and as a generation even, we're depressed, we've gone through things and we try to live the whole love light and bullshit thing which great for you but i really believe sometimes live in that depression i know how that sounds i know but just like take my word for it okay sometimes you have to go through some shit literally to be able to know what you want to do after because this is the thing i you're depressed and then you're like you know what i'm fine it's okay you know the storm is going to pass babes that storm's behind you 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 just you know, you just run ahead of it, but it's going to catch up with you. Sometimes I do believe that, you know, live in some shit for a while. You might never, and look, you might never be able to like really, really deal with something or cancel something or get over something, but you would learn how to live with it and use it for your own fuel. That's what I believe. And if you don't believe or support that, then that's fine. Do what's been working for you, what will work for you. But that's just like my two cents. And, um, yeah, that was just, like, a very, very, very um, interesting and funny story I thought to share with the masses because, hey, it's June, it's Pride Month, and I thought, why not, right? And I will say, even though... I, so, I will say, it's Pride Month, and I've been a villain in some of this story, in a way. I have a friend who who isn't out to their family, and... That goes without saying. You don't really... I feel like most people look at, like, being gay. You can't be gay gay until you're out-out. 
to like your family which i understand because you just want to like let them know and get it over with but sometimes just live in yourself and what, what will come to that will come to the light right but i have this friend who is you know let's just say queer and I always villainize them for most of the time because it's like they would only be... Well, I would say that they would only be queer when it's comfortable for them. And then when I would like... So the other day, I was like, oh, hey, girl. That's like a normal phrase I say all the time. It's like, oh, I'm not a girl, I'm a man type thing. I'm like, you know, it's a slang. We use it all the time at the club. And it's like, well, the clubs were doing, you know, the hood girl shit. And then when you get back home and you're acting on macho, I understand. And I was... So I was hurt for a while because I'm like, wow. So it's like embarrassing for you to live this lifestyle. And then it took me a minute to where I was like, well, I can't really, I shouldn't really be hurting about someone else's story because I, so it's like, I realized that I was becoming a villain in a way where it's like, I'm pushing him to do something he's not ready for. And I've kind of had to make a very, very big turnaround and be like, actually, this is not my story. The most I can do is be here for you. And that's another takeaway. It's like, everyone's story is, you know, curated in the way that's going to work for them. Not everyone's story is a come out to my mom and dad and family and find a boyfriend in the club and just be gay. Sometimes it takes a whole lot, you know, a whole, a whole lot more than that. Because, look, the thing is, some, some people come out to their families and it's like, well, you're confused. Uh, so there's all that. And um, I was building a similar story. And, again, I, the, I think the whole point of this was just to say that, like, I was living in ignorance for a while because I believed that, like, doing some things has to be done one particular way. But living through other people's lenses, I realised that actually there's a lot more ways to do this than the way you think. I need to just take a step back and, you know, actually just watch and observe and understand and be more learned and stuff. And that was like a, that's, like, a major takeaway for me. And, um, yeah, I hope you're well. I hope everyone's doing fine, you know. But I just wanted to drop that gem and get back to it, you know what I mean? I've been listening to the same music for some time and I do really, really, really need to listen to some new artists. So Chloe actually just dropped a song today called Surprise, which I think is my best song by her so far. All her songs are bops. But this song, this song hits really, really different. Well, then I think I'm going to go to my Spotify and like start listening to some new artists. So I, I don't know if I've recommended Succession before, but in case I haven't, Succession... So I've been listening to like the Succession, like, um, what you call it, like the soundtrack at like the gym when I'm just walking around the house just because Big feel so powerful. So Succession is amazing. Um, What else am I watching? Um, Am I watching anything? I re-watched Euphoria Season 2. I rewatch you for season two. I'm currently watching Love Simon, which is like a very. Let's not even get into how I think. I really, really need. Ooh, mm. I know. I know. I know. Executives are listening to this podcast. I know. I really, really need a show that doesn't really show being gay as so vanilla and so whitewashed and so. Like we need an actual story, and maybe it's gonna take me to write it and you know give it to these um execs to but give us a good show. But I'm watching Love Simon, which is like. Um, what's the other, what's the, what should, what, it was called something else, love, um, mm, I forget, anyway, there's a show called Love, Simon on Hulu, and, um, it's, it's three seasons, and it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's, it's worth it, I'm watching that, I'm only watching that right now because I don't have anything else to watch, so I want to start, like, 
the shows I have on my list. I have like Ozark on my list. I haven't watched Ozark yet, and I really, really, really want to watch Ozark. But I finished. Ooh, the dropout. It's about the um Theranos story with Elizabeth Holmes, played by Amanda. What's her name? Amanda, the lady. I, I don't want to butcher her last name, but it's really, really good. And I think I'm really, really I'm getting a lot more into like docu series and like documentaries and everything, especially because it's like people who are still alive and going to think. So the, the Elizabeth Holmes story, she's still on trial. So it was really, really interesting. And look, I was going back and forth, like checking Google and like corroborating the stories. And obviously, they fictionalized some things in some way just for legal reasons. But yeah, really, really good. So Elizabeth Holmes, um, The Dropout on Hulu. And there's a podcast for it as well. I'm not really listening to anything I can recommend, but that's really all I've been watching. And because like, I don't, I don't like to watch us like... I don't want to watch a show that hasn't paid too much attention to when it's like school season again, because I, I would... I'm already like you know, what's the word? I'm already, um, what's I'm looking for? Um, I'm already as disorganized as it is. I don't want to have to pay so much attention to something that isn't school right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's really, really, really it. And I really hope everyone is doing great. And having a great time this summer. <laughs> I think they're calling, they're calling it um, Hoochie Daddy Summer or something, or Hoochie Daddy Shorts or something. Well, I hope you all are well. And, um, yeah, that has been it for me today. I've been your host, Dami Dari, and this has been 3D Therapy.